Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Hi, on my way. Okay, check this. Austin's finally gone insane. Hey, wanna hang, ma'am? When my guests arrive, I've told them plenty about you. You've done an awesome job with this place, by the way. Stunning. You always were great at interiors. Remember our first beach house in the Hamps? Those fishing nets? And our boys right here. <laughs> Come here, my gorgeous boy. What? Delphine? It would be good for him to see his family united. Let me know. But don't bring her, of course. She's not who we want around at all. You think he wants me as one of his female clan? No, he just wants to kill you. And probably Delphine too. And who knows what they've got planned for Gully. I should never have let Jack take him. What are they doing with you, Delphine? So, tell me what you're aiming for with cold. Love the name, by the way. Thank you so much. For me, cold is about giving. Ugh, giving yourself turn it off. I hate my own dead voice. Exact same voice as before. Listen to her. She knows everything. Believe me, nothing about undead me is the same. Okay, sorry. You should have told me Jack was your brother. I'd never have hired you. You should have told me you stayed in touch with him. I'd never have taken the job. And this recce to the train station? Totally nuts. What good will it do terrifying ourselves in advance? Ma'am? Now he's got gully. Don't make any sudden moves. Let Jack think he's top dog. Take it slowly. Bide your time. No pouncing. Outsmart him? Uh, Trust in superior brain power? Uh, well... Oh, great. Thanks for the vote of confidence, ma'am. Ah, here it comes again. I wish Mam had taught me about telepathy sooner, because it still shocks me. Right now it's an ammonia stench of fresh batshit, like a month-old overflowing potty. The flutter of hard wings against my skin. My body saying something my mind can almost hear. Maya, can you ride? A roller coaster? Sure. A horse. Who do you think I am? Some princess from Cape Cod? I was born in Queens. Oh, sure. I ride lots of horses. Just checking. You know, we should have done more LA sightseeing. But when you've got forever, why bother doing anything at all? Last month, I thought we should dine at that little place on Melrose Avenue. And then, why tonight? Why not in a hundred years? Welcome to eternity, Mayor. Hey, just clocked this on the morning news. They're on the way. Mind you, send last. Why is Mam watching American TV news? Police have been called to a remote area outside the city of Illinois after two mutilated bodies were found in undergrowth by backpackers. It is thought the bodies may have been thrown from a passing train. More on this breaking story as we get... Cadavers on the line, all the way from Bucharest to Beverly Hills. Can you pull over? The Transylvanians are already here? They're following us? Ugh. Wow. Being undead's made me such a bad driver. It's not them, it's you. You need to feed. So they aren't able to exploit more weakness than we already have. I have no appetite. Stop it. You always have a good appetite for life and everything else. Ugh. Oh, careful! That was mortal me. Immortal me can't be bothered with any goddamn thing. 
What do you fancy? I was better as a mortal. At least I ate well and knew how to keep busy. I had drive. I was a good human. If only I'd known it at the time. Here you go. I'm not eating this roadkill trash. Hell, Mayor! Come back! Are you crazy? You tell me Austin and Jack plan to run their own crew and I'm not even allowed to get my own lunch? Stop! Come on, we need to hurry! The train's on time, but they won't stay out in the daylight for long. Over here, crazy lady! Mayor, watch out! He'll bite you! The ghoul is old and ragged, but leaps forward with desperate, practised precision. Look at him. Flat out on the roadside, long and broad as a surfboard. Gee, that freak just leapt off the freeway to kill us. Shows the closeness of the Transylvanians now. And it's not just them we have to worry about. Their coming is creating erratic disturbance amongst these wilder American clans. Did I finish him this time? Looks like it. I prod him with my shoe and he rolled away down the ditch. Typical rogue behaviour. Mum says power and isolation makes many of our males go barley. I get it. So confident, yet so hungry and lonely. Probably why Jack and Austin crave the command of a female clan. Same in business. Get too powerful and you lose accountability. You think you'll win at any mad thing. Maybe that's what happened to me. It certainly happened to Austin and Jack. Delphine, I know you're there. So the Transylvanians, having sailed from Europe, have commandeered this whole train from New York. Wow, I guess they didn't get that size by eating vermin. I've never seen a male clan on the move before, and my arms are damp and goosebumpy. What's with the umbrellas? Hurt by sunbeams. These are creatures of the moonlight. And tonight you think they're biting my poor spa girls into their own captive tribe? Unless we stop them. Gee, look at the width of their dumbass thighs. At least there's only a few dozen of them. Rural clans don't grow so quickly. You mean they never get to meet anyone? That'll be me in a few years' time. They lead a more isolated existence. Castles, forests, individual acts of sorcery. All the cliches I've been trying to move us away from. Seriously, am I the only one who cares about innovation in this brand? But they're so muscly and stiff, I reckon they'll be lacking in the more refined aspects of our art. And even if Mam doesn't rate me as a brain box, if I'm to fight this lot, I'll need to consider strategy. Are you serious? What the hell's happening back there? Glossy black coffins are being slid from the last carriage and loaded into silver limousines. This is nuts. Did you know about this? It's how the Counts travel. Bella slept all the way. Ready to rise the second the sun sets. How many counts are there? Looks like a whole goddamn sleepover party to me. Who do I call to get me out of this game? Hey, I know it's a bit weird the first time you see it, but come back. We can't give up. Speak for yourself, kid. I'm off to get a manicure. These claws take maintenance. Maya! Remember when you were an actor? Did you ever get stage fright? 
I think that's what you're experiencing now. No, it's just that right from the start, way back in my Manhattan bathtub, when I begged you to change me, I wanted the youth, the beauty, the business, the fun stuff. Not caskets, not death and morbidity. It's not a buffet. You can't just choose the bits you fancy. Maya, don't walk away. Too late. Jack, they're here. I know you think you're able to handle this, but I've met them. They're unpredictable, like wolves. They mustn't be anywhere near a baby. Dakota, it's Rose. I need to talk to you urgently. Call me. Alina, I keep trying to reach you. Tonight's going to be dangerous. Get out if you can. And if there's someone there called Delphine, please tell her to get out too. As the silver sunshot limousines ease onto the 101 freeway, I slip into the woods and jog alongside. The Californian sky is a crisp December blue, but inside the limousines it's dark. So I increase my pace and run ahead. I'm not coming back, so don't get ideas, but forwarding this. Though if you want my advice, kid, delete and run. Hey, honey, our boy's missing you. He's got his nanny here, but it's you he really wants. You're his mom. There's no substitute. Delphine, bring him to the phone. Oh, oh, little man, cheer up. What can I do for you? Delphine, what's going on? Want to come over now, Maya? I could do lunch. Always said you wanted me to do more around the house. <laughs> I like this place. L.A. suits you. Suits me, too. Rose? It's Dakota. Are you okay? You sound worried. Is something bad going to happen? It already has. Why aren't you here? At Griffith Park. We've been waiting for hours. What? What park? The park with the Hollywood sign. Yeah, the big letters. I'll send you a pin. Please, hurry. We can't do the shoot without you. There's something I need to do first. I approach Villa Rimvi by air and land on cat feet at the hidden edge of the garden. Peering through the vegetation, I see a pile of motorbikes on the lawn and sports cars slung around the forecourt, but no sign of Gully or Delphine. Short, sweet, or I'll press delete. You can't walk away from this, Mayor. I'm sending a photo. Look at the turret on the left. See the guy up there? Now on the right. Someone crawling the wall towards the spa. Then I see Jack. Sleeping late upside down, hanging by those devilish toes from the shaded balcony outside the master bedroom. And I can't say I feel anything other than ancient jealousy towards my devilish, carefree, layabout brother. We can see you, you know. Why don't you ring the doorbell like a normal person? Sure. Put the kettle on. I'll bring a cake. Well, if you want your girlfriend back, you'll need to speak to me. It's so good to have a proper nanny around. Put her on the line. Rose? Oh, Delphine. Oh, wow, I am so relieved to hear your voice. Are you okay? How's Gully? He's right here with me, and I... That's enough. If you want to see her, you'll need to knock on the door. Wait! I crouch for a little longer, wondering why Delphine sounds so brazily at home until I see the limousine slide into the driveway. Then the Transylvanians creak out as the coffins are lifted within. 
There's icy handshakes as the door closes. There'll be no more action until darkness. Cast your peepers off of this. What do you reckon? In the last hour, a highly unusual weather system has generated new warnings in the California area. Alerts are set for a possible snow-nado, a very rare weather event. We'll go over to our weather... T Is that you, ma'am? Are you making this happen? I could do it, Rose, but no, not me. So who is it? And turn this way. Good. Good, and this way. Around the Hollywood letters, the perfume shoots in full swing. Dakota and her clan are pouting and posing, all wearing Maya's half-bat-wing necklace, each holding a bottle of cold. Here she comes, our inspiration. Better late than never. She smiles brightly, and I can't deny a fierce pull between us. Okay, these girls will be following you up to the Hollywood sign, Rose. Then at the top, you turn to my camera and wow. Where have you been? Oh, I get it. Looking for her. I give Dakota a cool stare until she smiles. You're sweet, but it won't work. Sorry. Never does. I'll just take some shots while you're chatting. I'm not blaming you, Rose. Lots of us make this mistake. And she glances around at her clan, who study me, as if accepting and welcoming me. Many of our kind go weak when it comes to beautiful humans. Well, right now, we're all in danger. This way, Rose. Great, great. And this. Wow. What a face. Sorry, can we take a break? Okay, cool. Break, everyone. Come. Tell me what's bothering you. Can all of these girls ride? Sure. That's why we have the Lipizzaners. And can they fight? Um, I'm serious. Okay, well, in Italy, throughout the 19th century, we were strong fighters. But when we arrived in Hollywood in the 1950s... She sighs and sweeps her hand through the air taking in the wide landscape below. A lot of us drifted into the movies. Then the drugs, the car crashes, the sex. Too much rejection. We lost a lot of our legends to that industry. Tonight, Austin and Jack are planning with the help of the Transylvanians to use the human women at the spa to create their own female clan. A regiment of slaves. Classy. Yes. And I reckon they intend to force you and me and all the Rimby clan to become part of that too. That's why we need to fight. For our everlasting lives. And Dakota looks back at her girls, then turns and gives me a firm salute, a wink and a smile. All of us. At your service. And I'm not sure I trust her. But what choice do I have? Because I can feel change coming. Like my future is very close. Mom, tonight all the things you've warned me of all my life I'm ignoring. I'm forgetting everything you taught me, being the opposite of who you raised me to be. But I'm not just fighting these violent males for Gully and Delphine. I'm doing it for you and all our clan, so we can be free. And if you can't wish me luck, wish me strength. It's me, Alina. Call someone, get help. We need you, it's... Hello, Alina? Hello? What's happening? Been thinking, kid. In business, the solution is 
always negotiation. What? No! The Transylvanians have arrived at Ravenvig. You mustn't go near there now. Too late. Oh, God. It's coming, Rose. Bigger and badder than a blizzard or a snowmageddon, this weather phenomenon is also known as a snow devil because of the extremely rare meteorological... He asked me who was doing this. I reckon either Jack or Gully. You're good. Dakota and her girls have arrived at the villa, still wearing their red photoshoot gowns. They look dressed for battle, united as one strong clan. And for the first time, maybe ever, I don't feel alone. You too. What time sunset? At 4.53pm. Let's go round again. I want them to see us. We bring the regiment together in one line facing Villa Rinvi, though the winter sun is still full in the blue sky. <laughs> I've just woken up and I can see you. Rose, what are you doing, kid? This is ridiculous. I want Delphine and Gully and all the women in the spa out here now. Okay, sis. Oh, what? What if I don't do exactly what you tell me to do? We fight. You and me as moth-eating army? Ooh, I'm scared, bro. Come on, sis, relax. You and I should be on the same side. Where is Maya? Who knows? The old guys are keen to meet her. Though we are all hungry, and I, for one, have the impulse control of a puppy. Where's Gully? He's getting along with everyone indoors. In New York, he's going to be a total party animal. I just wanted to say... I'm at Whitby Abbey, under a full winter moon, and all around me the waves are surging. All the elements of the earth are sending your strength, lass. The energy of young Gully is strong today. I reckon he even turned the bloody gas on in our caravan. We wait on horseback until the sky begins to turn purple. Then, just when I think there's to be no action till darkness... What the hell? Mayor appears from around the back of the villa and walks calmly along the gravel path. Mayor, over here! What's she doing? This is madness. No idea. Mayor! Mayor! She ignores me and disappears inside, and every muscle in me wants to chase after and start a scrap. But instead, I look at our tribe of girls, steady on their muscular grey horses, and I wait until sunset begins to fill the garden. Everyone, listen. It's nearly time. We follow Rose. Do as she shows. Dakota, there are human females trapped in the spa. If anything happens to me, you have to free them. It is exactly 4.53 when Maya reappears holding Gully. Maya, bring him to me! He's going to be handed permanently to the care of Austin and Jack, Rose. What? Oh, no. No, Maya, please. Oh, God, no, you don't have to do this. I know you won't like it, but I can't give him what he needs. I'm not cut out for this graveyard life. I've given it everything. Tried to make changes, to innovate, but I'm beat. Maya, come here. Come to me. It'll all be okay. I dismount and make my way across the lawn towards Gully, just as the Transylvanian mob appear through the doors of Villa Rimby. They are in a strong line, stepping as if choreographed into a shaft of moonlight. Stand back! Jack and Austin appear behind, and I can tell they've thought carefully about tactical formation. You heard what she said. You can go home to Mum now, kid. Maya, it's okay. We can sort it all out. Everything's settled. No need for hysterics. He'll come to New York, 
and we'll raise him in line with his heritage. To be a hybrid warrior. A monster more like. He's our son. You heard the dude. Four more bearded musclemen stride from the doorway and stand around the lawn, which now appears to be an arena. Then, behind them... Delphine! Over here! Just seeing her creates such instant longing. A new, better hunger, one I've never had before. Delphine, come here! Delphine and Gully! She's wearing the same clothes as when I saw her last, but the look on her face is transformed. She's steady and calm. She's not afraid. And I think two things. One, I will protect you with my life. And two, what have they done to you? You will fight for them both. I turn towards the voice as from the line steps forward the leanest and least muscular of the Transylvanians. There is something of the dark wizard about this leader as he takes Gully from Mayor. Be careful with him! Everything must be settled with a fight. That is who we are. A cloud passes the moon as he speaks and the inky darkness swells. And I look for Mayor, but it's as if she's been swallowed up by the night. Mayor, where are you? Come back! All those males are super thirsty, Rose. Be careful. You will fight the old way. By hand. As the grizzly wizard holds Gully high, Jack comes forward, and the air crackles with electric light as the snow begins to fall, thick and steady. I won't do it. I won't risk Gully, who is my blood, my nephew, in any fight. No. Not yet. Not you. Instead, he points to Austin and then to Jack. And this is a tomcat playing with a mouse. Well, I'm ready, buddy, if you are. Is he your son or mine? Let's see. Hey, what? I thought we were agreed. Is this really necessary? It's essential. Hey, oh, oh, no! 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 And then Austin is just a sack of skin in the snow. And I know it's me next. Come on, Rose. Who wants Gully and Delphine more? You or me? But as he moves towards Delphine, I don't even have to think. Don't touch them. Just take me. Rose, no! Careful! As Jack is almost on me, the sky bursts like a feather pillow. And in the whiteout, my scent is muffled by the snow, leaving Jack sniffing in confusion. And then, just as I grab Gully in my arms, Maya speaks. Maybe if I'd started out on the shop floor, you know, way back in the day. Candles, cloaks, black bodices. Then perhaps I'd have been able to ride this wave. We all turn and see through the snow that Maya is standing on the balcony above us. She's holding a tall, burning candle and has never looked so fabulously herself, excited by her sheer power and magnificence. Yep, those were the classic days, Maya. Perhaps if I'd galloped by moonlight, carried flames along clifftops, haunted graveyards, then I'd have understood better what my role is here. Because in the 21st century, this sucking life you gave me, Rose, has brought me nothing but misery. Not true! This is a mortal world, folks. Made meaningful by death. Maya, careful! Quite the life they stole off me. But now, this crooked little nest of macho suckers needs to end, folks. Maya, no! Stop, Maya! I won't let those morbid leeches suck my good people to slavery. And if burning's the only surefire way to stop them... 
As the windows burst from within, a ragged gang of males surge screaming from the villa like rats from a burning haystack. And the whole sky is bomb bright as the ribs of the villa pop, then explode. Burn! All of you! Let's end this freak show! Everything's gotta go! Maya! No! No, no! For a moment, Maya jerks forward and backwards, burning in a fire-soaked whiplash, before easing and moving more gently, like a burning flag, before falling sideways into the flames. And when I look at Gully, the burning becomes a cool, gentle light, the tender flame of a small lantern, one star in the snow, and I feel a wide, calm shore, And at last, my mind can read the message tucked in the green bottle in the sand. Together, we're one. And then it is just me and Gully working mind to mind to freeze his father, his ancestors, Delphine, steady in our snow globe. Some horror in all of us snuffed out by this baby, as in perfect silence, we honour his mother and my friend. As the scene unfreezes, I look around for Dakota, then see through the snow, Alina and a line of women running from the villa, shielded by Dakota and her clan. Only when they are protected in a ring of horses does Dakota gallop towards me. Thank you, Rose. We'll meet again, but until then. And she glances over at Delphine, still standing steady in the snow, looking my way. Be very careful. It's Siobhan. She wants to know how you are. Text her never better and tell her I'd like to propose a toast. To us? It can't have been easy having me as your girlfriend. What do you mean? Just know that it's going to get easier from now on. How? Wait and see. Cheers. To us. We felt you, Rose. The power of you and that little lad together. And, oh, Ma'am? We're running, Rose. We woke to footprints in the snow. They know what you and Gully did last night and they're coming. And you need to move fast now, too. And Jack, where's he? Good question. Delphine, we need to go. Just let me finish this. You seem really hungry. Mm. Yeah, I'm starving. <laughs> it's quite a story. Hello? Hi, Rose. Hi, my boy. Hi, Delphine. Hey, hi, Jack. Oh, no. Safe journey, everyone. Let's see who gets home first. English Rose by Helen Cross stars Alexandra Mardell as Rose, Miranda Braun as Maya, Yasmin Uzdemir as Delphine and Jane Thornton as Mam. With Deirdre Mullins as Siobhan, Dimitri Garitsis as Austin, Tyler Cameron as Jack, Don Gillet as the gym owner, Rhiannon Needs as Dakota, 
Kitty O'Sullivan as Alina, and Martin Bonger as the Englishman, with Douglas Hodgson as Angry Man and introducing Bruce Caswell as Gully. Original music was written and performed by Dana Margolin and Sam Yardley of Porridge Radio. Sound design was by Ilsa Laderman. The assistant producer is Alison Crawford and the director for BBC Audio in Bristol is Mary Ward-Lowry. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.